The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 203. Breathing freely in Beijing for one day, that means without a mask, is equivalent to smoking 21 cigarettes. If I knew that before I went there, I might have freaked out too. Hey everyone and welcome to a very fun, very unique episode about travel meltdowns and whether you're traveling to China, the scene of one person's travel meltdown on the show, or whether you're traveling anywhere else in the world and you need a good travel backpack, you want to check out Tortuga Backpacks. I had mine with me while I was in China. Who knows? Maybe that helped me not melt down. And no matter where you're going, you need a good backpack. You need one that's reliable. So I would urge you, check out TortugaBackpacks.com and use our special discount code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capitalized, because we have a special relationship with them, and that will end up getting you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today, for the first time in Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast history, there will be four of us on the show. To my right, I feel like I'm in a band here. To my right, the one and only Mr. David Natchins. Hello, EPOP. I've got Jason from Zero to Travel here. What up? And of course, my lovely <laughs> wife the- and constant travel companion, Heather. Hey, everyone. And what's really cool about this show, guys, is we are going to be doing a travel meltdown show where each of us reveal our biggest travel meltdown, and then we make fun of each other for it, or maybe try to offer some it's words. It's hard to choose. <laughs> maybe try to offer some words of advice to each other. Who knows? But we want to talk about our favorite travel meltdowns, uh, not only as entertainment, but also to make you feel like it's okay if you have a meltdown, because all four of us have had, I won't even say a meltdown, we've had multiple meltdowns while traveling. Which is mine. We're all in one trip, (laughs) and napkins were all in one trip, and they were. A meltdown is a pretty extreme word. You know what I mean? These were meltdowns, meltdowns. Jay. These were meltdowns. They definitely were. And so, if you guys are interested, what we're going to do is we are going to be doing two podcasts: one at Extra Pack of Peanuts, where Jason and napkins tell their story, and then Heather and I will be on the Zero to Travel podcast telling our story about our meltdown. So if you want to check that out, you can go to zero2travel.com. Of course, you can find Jason's awesome podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Jabbercast, however you're listening to this. Just type in Zero to Travel, and you'll be able to listen to our meltdown. So we're doing a little, what is this, crossover branding here? That's exactly what it is. X-Men versus Avengers. (laughs) X-Men versus (laughs) Avengers. Oh, boy. We've, We've got a comic book nerd here with us. So... So we want to kick this off with Jason telling his story. What? Me? Yeah, we're going to have you start off because you're the one who said, I don't know which one I'm going to tell. <laughs> so, so we thought we'd call you on the carpet. Yeah, we might as well call you on the carpet and get it out there. And you are probably the 
most well-traveled out of any of us as well. I mean, you're definitely Does the that oldest. mean I have the most... Mel- <laughs> Does this that mean I have the most meltdowns? The meltdowniest. <laughs> this is going to make me feel really good, though, the and meltdowniest. I'm going to feel less uh, afraid to give my own because Jason is such a guru that it's going to make me loosen up. So you're w- not going to melt down while telling your meltdown That's if right. Jason tells I'm his not, Yes, I wouldn't go that far, but it's more of like, I don't know if it's uh, as much of a meltdown as it is like you get to the end of your rope where all of a sudden you're like, I am done inches away from snapping on some level mentally or physically or you're just like... Yeah, you're just at your breaking point. And I, I don't know, that's never happened to me. <laughs> oh no? yeah. go to zero to travel and find that podcast. We'll be revealing what happened out there, and it was pretty bad. All right, rain it in it already. Gets dark. We we should set the scene. I mean, we're in, in your home right now in Philly, sitting we, around. We're the here kitchen it's table. awesome to do it live. We're in um extra pack of peanuts headquarters, right, Heth? Yeah, you got it. Out here in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia. We got a mixing board for the first time. Everyone's got their own mics. I almost feel like we're we have a bit of a professional setup here. It feels dare like we it. say. It this is as like close it. to professionalism as we've ever gotten. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, uh, amongst the beer, wine, seltzer what water. Are you talking about? Yeah, I don't there's, know what of course there's beer about. and wine and stuff like that because we can't be too yeah. professional. But watch out, Howard Stern. Yeah, because and now we're becoming. Professional. Well, we also have a man named Napkins here. That's very Stern esque, you know. I mean, <laughs> it does. I'm a character, a, I'm a, ro- a rotating character here on the EPOP podcast. That's right. David Napkins, a fan. Do favorite. I really exist? What's my real name? <laughs> no one knows. So Jay, I know that gave you some time. I mean, you wanted to throw that out there, so you had some time to think of a meltdown. But you're on, brother. Well, first what of all, man, I wanted to say thank you to Napkins for letting me mooch this angry orchard hard cider that I'm drinking right now to tell this tale of a, uh, a travel breakdown, if you will. Living and, wild um, and my free. Pleasure. So I was living wild and free. There I was, 24 years old, backpacking through Europe. Throwing my- it way, way, way <laughs> wow. back. Throwing it back, throwing it back. No, I Back mean, in the 80s. All right, so yeah, <laughs> let's not go that far. <laughs> but I was, you know, this was the trip that changed my life. I mean, did the solo backpacking trip in Europe after I graduated from college. And that's when I had like the, you know, the dough item. Like, oh my God, this is like people do this. And I was, this is before like internet and like blogs. And I mean, I hate to date myself, but it's true. Like you didn't read about people doing this. So I was on the plane and I was going there. And I was like, I don't know if anybody goes and does this stuff by themselves. I didn't know anybody that ever had, you know? So anyway, I'm just having the time of my life, right? I mean, everything is, it's like a, it's a nonstop high. I'm like as high as you can be, like just higher than the state of Colorado right now, <laughs> just on this wave, you know, having a blast. And well, there were there were two things that happened, but the first one kind of snapped me back into reality, and I'm not going to tell this story. But no, uh, no, about, no, come on, tell well, this a little bit. This of isn't it. the meltdown because it's all right, you got to. Well, set I, the scene. I will. I'll set the scene a little bit. About a week into the trip, basically, I almost got jumped by about 15 dudes in Barcelona at about three in the morning. Uh, I told That's this heavy. story on your podcast before. I think I was walking to a nightclub with a couple girls in my arms, Woo! feeling like I was on top of the world. You know, next thing you know, did start- they know they would be the host of Zero to Travel? Oh, yeah, I'm sure that was a, a really big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I just felt really great, and then all of a sudden we were surrounded by like 15 hoodlums who uh, were about bull. were about to uh, you know beat us up and or beat me up and take my <laughs> stuff so anyway uh, thankfully this girl kind of saved our butts and got us out of it the girl so did. yeah she did she are started, you referring she to yourself started, as a girl right yeah, now yeah. Or are you? she actually she started like screaming like because I, I was just too dumbstruck I was like I was literally speechless I'm like I 
I don't know what to say right now. I can't even believe this is happening. One minute, everything was jolly. And the next minute, I'm about to get punched in the face because out of the corner of my eye, I saw this guy's fist coming towards me. And this girl was just like, no, but she didn't like do like the no, no, stop thing. She was like, no, like basically pointing at him, telling him like, you're not doing this, buddy. And it like totally threw him off. And it was enough to like push him away and like, get the guy off of me that was holding me. And then we started like walking towards the lights. We were like kind of moving the pack towards like a lighted, more safe area. Cause there were cops not that far away. So anyway, that kind of shook me up in my boots and I was like, all right, maybe I got to be a little careful, you know, but the trip goes on. I have many adventures. That I will not share, you know, some of them. Why not? Some of them are R rated. Some of them are X rated. You know, we can't, we, yeah, we can't wow. cover everything here. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Hold on. Listen, so. this, was oh my gosh. A, this was an adventure. You know, you're traveling, you're having a good time. So anyway, weeks go by and I end up in Prague because I hear Prague is this great place, you know, so I had to go see it. And I go to the city and just had a, a the, the day started early. We stayed at this hostel out uh, outside of the city, about 20 minutes outside the city. So you had to take a tram to get there. And it was about a 20 minute tram ride. But I thought that was cool. Like, all right, get to stay by the river outside of the city. It's kind of like a secluded thing. It's totally different than staying in an urban environment. Anyway, so to get into the city, like everybody at the hostel was kind of made friends and we were hanging out. So we all took the, the tram in and we went to a bar and we started drinking at that point. I think the, the beers were like, it was like 50 cents uh, American for a liter. Okay. Literally. Seriously, what yeah, year li- was this Jason? <laughs> this was uh, 50 cents. <laughs> yes. This was, uh, this was the summer of 99. Summer Is that right? 99. All right. So yeah. you're drinking beers are cheap. Sounds They're flowing. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, super cheap and super flowing. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just a great group. And I mean, there was one guy that was this. There's always the hilarious Australian, right? There was this hilarious Australian guy that was just like egging everybody on kind of like, come on, mate, drink another one, you know, and like it was just getting we were just getting really tipsy getting pretty wasted. So (laughs) so, you know, the day turned to night, the day turned to night and we went out to like a club, right? Ended up at this club met met this really awesome danish girl who actually ended up going to visit later but that's a whole other story on the trip <laughs> let's, hope the, let's hope your wife doesn't this, listen to this uh, podcast that's okay. meltdowns not hookups I don't <laughs> all right all right all right listen <laughs> good point so well, the point is i'm having the time of my life right so we there's these two brothers here and they're like twins and they're part of the group so we're, we're drinking, we're going to this nightclub, we come back, we're going all around the city. Meanwhile, the night's going on and we started during the day. So you get to that point, you know, when you're, you're day drinking and like <laughs> at, at some point you just, you kind of still like, all right, like it's, it's kind of time to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of ta- it it's, it's time to like get home and go to bed because uh, yeah. you're starting to crash, yeah. you know? It's like you can only go for so long. Wait, so was this before they invented like energy drinks and stuff? I mean, because this is way, way back. Oh, now you're just, you're just killing First me. First of all, energy <laughs> drinks are crap for your system. So let's yeah. just move on. So meanwhile, it's like four or five in the morning, probably like four in the morning. And we already made that decision like a little too late anyway, because now we have to figure out how to go home. In the meantime, this is an important lesson learned. I was so in the moment on this trip that I never actually got to the point where I didn't know, I didn't even pay attention to how I got to where I was because I came in with a group and I was just like, ah, I just didn't really think about how am I going to get home? So we start trying to figure out how to get home. And the, the only ones, the last people standing out of this group of like 10 people is like me and these two brothers, right? So 
we start our journey and we're trying to figure out how to do it. We we walk, we like try to find uh, this tram. And to we're sta- be fair, Travis and I have been in Prague after yeah. midnight. Right. The trams change. It is it's confusing. I'm getting there. It's confusing. I'm okay. getting there. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, <laughs> to break Thanks for ruining the punchline, Heather. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> sorry. So, it's okay. So, anyway, so we, we start talking to all these like tram drivers you know, how do we get to where we're going? And you know, now that I'm speaking English, they couldn't really give us direction. So we end up actually getting on this train that ends up like, he's just like, kind of says yes, but he's sort of mean about it. And we take it all the way to the end of the line. So we're like on it for like 30 minutes or something. And then all of a sudden, like we're nowhere near where we're supposed to be. And it just stops. Everybody's off. And he tells us to get out. And now we're just in the middle of the countryside. <laughs> And we don't know where we are. And it's just, there's just a train there. And it's just us in like a bunch of farm fields, you know? So meanwhile, we're getting more and more tired, you know, it's like, now it's five in the morning, five thirty six. Anyway, there might've been an illicit substance involved at this point. So (laughs) (laughs) one other Czech people among you at this point, among you Czech people. Yeah. No, it was just like, I actually missed a part of the story. There was a very funny part of the story before we ended up on this. Let's so, do it. So we, we actually got on the bus. I was with the two brothers. The one brother and I get on to ask the driver where to go. The other brother stands outside of the bus. All of a sudden, the bus driver closes the door and starts driving off. Oh, no. <laughs> so that brother just stands there and he's waving and we just see <laughs> him off. as we're leaving. He's just like <laughs> waving goodbye. And we're just like, all right, there's another man down. Now, <laughs> so now there's two, right? So we get on this other tram. We end up in the middle of this field. Wait, so what happened to the guy who was waving? No one well, knows. we'll get to that. Okay. So, so you're in the middle of a field. Quit trying to ruin the story. I Trav. just met this guy today. So this guy, I, he, he, he might have had some uh, some green... Uh, substance that was not legal and we're in the middle of this field so we're like all right so maybe i'll smoke a little bit of this thing because (laughs) it was a wild trip so sorry pop fans (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so we walk we don't do we we walk out into a field and we walk by these cops that are just sleeping i'm like i don't even know if i'm gonna even do this i don't even really know this guy and all of a sudden we're walking by police officers and we're in the middle of nowhere so anyway they didn't wake up because they were sleeping in their car when we walked by them so i was like this is not a good this isn't (laughs) a good eastern europe (laughs) this isn't a good idea at all i'm starting to like lose my mind i'm like we we are never getting i don't even know where we live we're never getting to where we live (laughs) so we turn back around we find this tram again we get back on it eventually it goes back into the city now it's like rush hour it's like eight in the morning and people are going to work (laughs) meanwhile we're still out from like the the day before you know and we start coming up to you know strangers looking all haggard they're like in their suit pants and their you know office attire and we just start asking them like how do we get to this place we're showing them and we're, we're starting to freak out a little bit because we got the map nobody really knows you've got the substance that you right. <sighs> well he had it you know so we know and that never even happened because i just didn't even know what to do at that point i was trying to keep <laughs> my nerves you know so uh i was like in my head i knew we were going to get back eventually but because we were so tired and been going for so long 
it was just it seemed like it was never going to happen. It was like hours and hours and hours. So finally, somebody explained to us what Heather alluded to earlier that the trams change numbers. Yes. So if you took after the number seventeen or in or whatever after a certain time, it changed to the twenty eight, and it tra- changed back to the That's seventeen after yeah. like eight in the morning. It's not so, tourist friendly. You know, to be fair, no. on the front end, we kn- I knew what number tram we we took in. But it was a mystery to me why I couldn't find it. And there was no like, you weren't going to go to a website and look it up because there was... It, no website. It didn't... There were websites, but it just didn't... It's not... You don't have smartphones. It's not something you did, you know? Yeah. How are you going to so, look it up in the middle of a party night, you know, without... In the middle of a field. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, eventually we finally figured this out. We got back on the tram. We went back out to the, uh, the area we were staying and when we, when we walked in, we were sharing a room with four people. And that's how I met the brothers because they were in the room. The other brother was in bed. And he <laughs> lifts his head up. He goes, where the hell were you guys? <laughs> it was like 10 in the morning. We had left at like noon the, the day oh prior. Wow. We were literally out for 24 hours. But it's a meltdown because there were so many times in the middle of the night and then during the morning where like we just it just never seemed like we were actually going to get back home. And I know that sounds a little ridiculous, but when you know how when you're so tired and you're just like, I'm ready I'm just horrible. so ready for this night to over. I'm so ready to go to sleep. Well, and your brain isn't working the way it would because you're not only tired, but you've been drinking all day and you're just, yeah, yeah you can't even seem to focus, right? Yeah. It was, it was a wild time. You just time, want someone to take care of you. Yeah. I, and no one was there to take care <laughs> no, of nothing, you. No, nothing. No. It was only me to take care of me. And, and that and this was other a guy, bad so. situation. <laughs> anyway, it was... Uh, it's hysterical in hindsight, the fact that I was so naive that I just didn't pay that much attention and all those things happened, but... That, so that was, I, I guess we got to account for tram cars that change numbers. Who knew? Who knew? Except anyone who reads a Prague guidebook. Well, okay. <laughs> so but I guess we got in the 80s. You just don't think about that kind of thing. I, we got to ask, is Late there, is there anything? Poo-poo. Is there anything that came from that? <laughs> That then now now that you do every time like an experience that you got from that or well or yeah sure I mean like, I can tell you like after that I you, you can bet your sweet rear end that I was paying <laughs> attention to you know every logistical detail that was involved I mean I'm pretty I'm pretty good when it comes to logistics I mean that's what I did for a living for a long time I mean, I I am a great traveler in that way where I'll pay attention I like want to make sure I you know have everything dialed in know where i'm going and stuff like that but also there's the part of me that's spontaneous wants to let go but i realize yeah you can have that but you also still have to have some element of knowing what's going on you don't have to but if you don't want to end up in this situation again you do yeah so that was a big lesson speaking of not knowing what is going on i don't know why why are you looking at me well i want to transfer (laughs) because jay i think that it's interesting for us because uh, you know the three of us heather Jason and myself are all very, very seasoned travelers at this point. And that does not mean we don't make mistakes. In fact, it, it means we probably make more mistakes. But we all, I think, are at the point where we kind of handle our own stuff. Like like we travel independently. So Yeah. I mean, maybe we make the mistakes, but when the mistakes happen, we kind of just roll with it. And maybe we have a, a mini meltdown, but within thirty minutes to an hour, we're like over it and moving on and Yeah, and I and I mean we also handle our own like logistics with accommodations. And right. doing it. So we're very, very used to that kind of situation where it's like, all right, I'm somewhere new. Um, we don't have a hotel. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. Whereas obviously with you napkins, um, the trip that you just came went on with us last year was mm-hmm. Heather napkins and myself, you know, we did all what? the, where do we go again? 
Wild China. <laughs> Wild China. We did all the planning, which I think you really appreciated because you were like, hey, guys, Enormously. I just want to come on this trip. And I just think it's a so different... So it left me a lot of time to do some <laughs> fake planning. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's, let's hit the scene a little bit on this trip because you had not been out... Like, we have traveled... Uh, together before. Well, let me give my travel history uh, up to that point. <laughs> All right, let's give because this won't take that long. No, I mean I haven't been that many places. I I was in the Ukraine when I was uh, eighteen. I was in the Ukraine for like um, ten ten days or so. Then I was in Prague for a couple of days during that trip, uh, just a layover. Um, I went to Paris with you actually, two thousand and two. Uh, right. A bunch of. Travis's relatives and myself. It wasn't just that, but it, there, you do have a lot of. Uh, I have a lot of relatives. So do. we were in Paris together, right? We in were, 2002. In 2002, I was in Puerto Rico in 2006, right? And uh, that's pretty much, and that's not even out of the country per se. And so, but that's pretty much the extent of my travel. I don't think I'm forgetting anything other than like driving up to Canada a couple times and going to Prince Edward Island and Quebec and. Uh, I had been, you know, other places in the U.S., like like uh, out west and things like that. But uh, nothing as, major, as nothing as, third world nothing, country. Absolutely not. This, absolutely not. Everything this, had been. Ukraine was difficult. It was right after. It wasn't long after the fall of the Soviet Union, so it was. It wasn't comfortable living, and it was at a camp, a day camp. So, you know, those have a great reputation, and uh, it was so. It was at a Ukrainian day camp post Soviet Union. It wasn't that the best. Horrifying, it was, actually. It was the beginning uh, of a horror movie, right? Yes. Here. What are you, a war reporter? <laughs> <laughs> the trenches were deep, but and there were a lot of wild dogs too. There are there are everywhere. It seems in the world. Wow, that sounds relaxing. Yeah, in the woods, you know, in, out in the woods. I remember being homesick then, but not nothing, nothing, nothing quite nothing to crazy, ex- nothing right. crazy, nothing wide eyed and. And and insane. Yeah. So so we go. We decide to go to China. We get these really cheap tickets. Napkins actually was with us when we were looking at these tickets. They're like five hundred and twenty five bucks. Round trip. Amazing. Round trip. So we got a really really good deal. And napkins have been watching a documentary. Don't let this scare you away. If you find five hundred and whatever tickets to China round trip, you should probably take it. Yes. And uh, just don't act as he acted. And uh, so you had been watching a documentary, Wild China, and you really liked it. And well, so again, you- highly recommended BBC documentary made, post, made post-Olympics, uh, Beijing Olympics. It's, ama- it's an amazing documentary. Right. But planning to see these things, as we now know, the, they often will clear the skies intentionally, actually, by Clear the smog up. The, yeah, right, in the by shut- shutting down the, uh, the factories to film things like this. So it's not always as beautiful as Wild China might make it appear. Yeah, right. as media. And the, I didn't and, know that. They yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they shut down factories to do filming? They literally there? shut down the factories countrywide to clear the skies for large-scale media events, yep. such as a visit from the president or the Olympics. Yep. Wow. And and the smog will clear within a day. It's, Where did it's you hear that? crazy. Um, number of people. Yeah. yeah. The internet. <laughs> no. Uh, no we, we had some friends who lived in China and they told us that at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people that we were sitting with at the in the uh, the one hostel that we were in. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. So this is Napkins' first foray in a long time napkins into <laughs> a, <laughs> that's tough. In, in, into a third world country. Um, like <laughs> so like we were not dipping his toe in the water at all. He was getting thrown into the fire. But what was interesting was, you know, he was kind of spurring us on to go to China. Like we were like, ah, oh, China would be cool. We've never been that be neat. And you're like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. So we were all really excited. But I was like, this, didn't you see that documentary? That place is awesome. Yeah, it, that was exactly <laughs> how it yes. went down. Basically, yes. Yeah. So Let's talk about the, the meltdown here. Let's, let's kind of, I mean, there was a series of meltdowns, yeah. so we'll hit on like should, some of the biggest. Should we talk really, about like the precursor to the meltdown? Well, I just want to, I'll set the scene then. <laughs> yes, set the scene. please set the scene. So I decided that I was going to be responsible about the trip because I knew that it was, it, there were conditions there that, that were potentially hazardous. <laughs> Which, so you wanted to get again, your shots. So I wanted your... to make sure that I read the WHO website. I do not recommend that. Because they basically tell you that if you'd like to not get life-threatening diseases, you should stay out of China. <laughs> and I was already booked and ready to go and pretty excited. So, Wait a minute. This is like, you know, when you go, like you have a headache and you Google it and you go to, you know, and they say, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. Absolutely. That's it's, no, web, that's, it's web paranoia. Right. It's like web, web, yeah. So, but yeah, that, that, but I didn't even realize that was happening to me. I was like, oh, I'm playing it cool. I'm just making sure I'm responsible. You know, I went to my doctor, tried to get like, Whatever I could get that was within reason. He started me on like a hepatitis round of things and he started, he uh, gave me malaria pills. What's the other one that I'm trying to think I of? Don't know. Yellow fever. Yellow. Yeah, knows? yeah, yeah. All I know is that we're packing for the trip, right? I mean, this is days before we're leaving. And Dave Napkins is like, so what happens if we're like in the countryside and we get to a town and there's like, there's no water. There's no safe water. There's no bottled water. What do we do? What do we, should we just leave that town? Are we going to leave that town? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I say that? And Heather yes. notices. I didn't notice that. I was just like, okay, that's a weird question. We're, we're, no, we'll find water. Like, there'll be gonna, water, right? Like, there'll be, be water. clean water. Right. So, so it's, Started pre-trip, but but we didn't really realize yeah, it. It was, neither very, did you mild. Realize it, it was but, very mild. But I mean, you're right. Yeah, there'll be clean water, right? But then we get to Beijing later, and we talk to people, and they're like, "Yeah, a lot of that bottled water is right out of the tap, and it's probably dangerous." Remember? Uh, I don't. I, don't I mean, no, that. I don't really. Oh, well. <laughs> Are you still <laughs> melting down from this? <laughs> <laughs> no, they did tell us that. They told us that they use tap water. Some of those, a lot of yeah. those bottled water. It's probably true. So we go to all right, but so we're all still here. Pre-trip, you're you're starting to get a little worried Anxious. because you go to the World Health Organization. They tell you to take all these pills. <laughs> Heather and I, meanwhile, don't do anything. We don't take any shots or ever and think e- about it at even all. Even for Africa, India, nothing. Okay, And so not that we're saying do that. We're don't just do simply that. saying we don't didn't. Don't do that. <laughs> so, all right, we're all excited to go and we go. And it, and it starts with well, getting I mean, onto the plane. Was this... Oh, a, we're going to tell this? This no, is no, no, embarrassing. No, no, this no. Is, this happened after we landed, I thought. No, I remember when I ran down the... Uh, Yes, yeah, so you're going to spoil it. Tell them the story real quick. We're trying to all so get on with carry on. Cool. I mean, like we, it was like we we got up early, right? And and uh, Heather's sister drove us to the airport, and it was snowing, and um, I was pretty hyped. But I do remember being really like probably a symptom of my anxiety. I was like extremely talkative, like almost to a hype, <laughs> hyperactive amount. So we get there, and every you know everything goes pretty well. But I had this osprey that was. Decidedly too a big. A backpack, yes. It was too big a, to be carry on. But Sorry, we were going to try to. We were tr- going to try to get all our bags on as carry on bags. So we all had backpacks that were a little too big, mm-hmm. but we were going to try to get them on as carry on because we didn't want to have to worry about when we and, got there. And let me say, I had the same backpack as Dave's. Right, right, right. Okay. So, <laughs> so they both had the same backpacks, 
and they're going. Napkins just knocked over his beer. What? It's not a beer. It's a cider. So as <laughs> you told can me see, that three times. The, <laughs> the anxiety is mounting here. So we go to get on the plane. <laughs> the anxiety and, is mounting. And Napkins is worried that it's, they're not going to let him on with his bag. So then I had to get convinced on the plane. myself, Travis, like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because Travis is the king of it's going to be okay. And it usually is. But I got to the ramp. Travis and Heather both go in. And they stop me and tell me that I'm going to have to check my bag. Right. You would have thought they told me that I could not leave the country. Now, why? Why was it such an issue for you to check your bag? They just, I wasn't, I wasn't savvy enough to carry it the way I should have. They just happened to see it. Oh, why was it an issue for me yeah. emotionally? No clue. No clue. <laughs> I mean, I had just simply <laughs> a precursor. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I just wanted that thing. I'm with trying to me. get inside your psyche and understand. Okay, like Linus and his security blanket. Right. I think, I think I had set myself up for like, you know, as long as I have this bag. He'll be, be okay. Fine. I don't know. <laughs> so they tell him he cannot have this bag. Me and Heather are walking down the little gangway to the airplane ahead of him. They tell him he can't have this bag. We, we kind of hear something in the back, and we're like, "Is that where, when's napkins come?" Like we're kind of so looking I said, back. I said, "Look, I sold them out." I'm like, "They have the same size bag I have." You know, and then oh, dude, so wrong, oh, dude. So then then the, she's like, "Well, that's you know, we didn't notice that, and you're gonna, we're gonna have to check yours." And I said, "No," and I took off down the ramp. <laughs> he just he like literally, ran. I, I ran mean. like some kind of crazy. I was gonna say terrorist. I mean, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Wait, wait a minute. I would have wait a minute. Me. You ran off the plane. I no, ran he ran away. down towards okay. the plane with so his we're bag. We're at the gate and we're boarding, so we're going down the little boarding, you know, tunnel <laughs> that you get on the plane. And he just like scuttles in. You so know? he's running. Right he yells no to the to the agents at the gate. <laughs> runs down towards the plane like most people would think. Like they're not going to catch you. Yeah. Like a, he's running towards a long line of people waiting on the plane. <laughs> oh, you B, would think he's running with a bag towards. A plane, right? Like, what this crazy guy? <laughs> a is bag. Running. They told me I couldn't have. <laughs> I'm running onto a plane with it. So anyway, they but they actually, don't come down and tell him he can't. So nothing happened. I think really they didn't yes. chase him. No, I think they were sad for me. <laughs> so anyway, a great move by the way. I think we just figured a good travel tip out actually. <laughs> yeah, so you're just either run away. Down. You're just either always run with crazy. your bag towards the plane <laughs> when they ask you to check it. It works every time. And yeah, look, you're either going to get put in jail or you're going to be allowed you're just on the, gonna fly to on China. the plane. You can keep like your land. You can keep you your the They're like this guy's going to China. Mm, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, that's probably He's what got bigger thought. problems. He's got bigger problems. <laughs> so, right. so that's that's mini meltdown number one, right? So we get on the plane. We have, I, wait, a, I, have, I have a question. I want you to though. explain what it looked like me running down toward you because I, I haven't I, heard this. Well, I mean, we're standing there and we hear a little bit of commotion behind us, but I mean, we're we're pretty far down the little the little gangway there, and um, I just remember looking up and I'm hearing someone running, and you come running down, clutching your bag. It's not on your back; you're holding it to your front, like you're like holding it like, <laughs> like was, was he sweating and stuff. Oh, like, uh, well, I don't and, think I was. Sweating. And he was just like, and we're like. N- napkins what 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 happened like what, what's going on man You're i ran like, i ran i ran they told me i couldn't have my bag i why can't i have my bag they told me i couldn't have my bag they're gonna come for me and we're just like well let's hope we can get on the plane and then we get on the plane yeah, all right but no what worries. were you guys thinking at this point because nothing, nothing. Uh, I, I, well, they just know like me. whatever a yeah he's a little spastic okay. so whatever we get on the plane we <laughs> land well you know 20 hours later, we land in Shanghai and we get there at night. You know, it's like 9 p.m. So we go for a little walk and then we go to bed. Yeah. All, all is fine. But no. no? Well, first, Travis Not all is, is like, fine. why don't we go down to the Bund and just take a walk along the water Yeah, I thought that was fine. That didn't end up being fine. So wasn't, no, that was fine. I just was like, 
I, w- I was getting a little anxious about trying to find a place to lay our heads. Yeah. And, and lay so our crazy heads. You had to so. take napkins for a walk to mellow them out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, we, and we go and we find this hostel that I looked up. And it's not the nicest hostel. <laughs> the Doc Duck? Doc, 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 Doc Boone hostel. It was crap. It was pretty bad. But we get there. And <laughs> it, had a full, it had a full window into the bathroom. Yes. Like, that was the best part. <clears throat> like The bathroom had a huge window in it looking out into the room. It was very strange. But we get to the hostel and we're there. And so we don't, we don't go to sleep yet, right? The first night is when you have your uh, little scare. No, or, it was the next day. I think it was the next because day. Because okay. this is what I'm saying. We went for the walk. We came back to the ho- the. Not hotel. It was after we had had street we, food. That yes. I, we. The next morning we wake up, we go explore. Napkins has street food. And we come back and we're like, let's take a nap. And the whole time, is there anxiety in your head? I was or does it creep excited, up? But I was also feeling very un... I was feeling very un... I, I needed like Unsettled? a place. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I want a place, a home base. That's what I was feeling. Like, okay, I'm in this, this really foreign city i mean it really did feel foreign i mean did you feel trapped me. or claustrophobic yes, somehow i, did. I definitely okay. did and meanwhile that's going on like you're playing it cool but this is going on in your head throughout well the day. Uh, why don't you yeah. ask us if yeah. he's playing it cool um it wasn't it actually <laughs> no but to be fair it wasn't it wasn't bad we were there and, and none of us knew what was going on and i mean i remember Shanghai's- laughing about the window and you were yeah you put the 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 you know you put the shade up and you were you know, doing whatever and I, wait, what? <laughs> what were you I doing? I was dancing around. With, no, anyway, and then he was doing like a little, little Let's like. Let's move on. Let's move on. So anyway, it's awesome. So anyway, the next day we go out, we get street food and all that kind of stuff. And to be fair, Shanghai was a bit not not off putting for Heather and I. We were used to that kind of thing, but That's we didn't great. know it. So it's very crazy. There's a lot going on. Mm. You don't know where to go. All that kind of stuff. So it is. A, and it, as an aside, it's chaotic. It, it was chaotic, chaotic, but it didn't feel. The, just as an aside, it didn't feel the kind. It didn't feel like the kind of population explosion that I would have felt. Like the, it didn't feel like it was as sardines as as they say it is. Okay, so we we get there and and we ate a little street food and I think the sight well, and the, the dumplings. Sounds, I was like really looking forward to to Shanghai dumplings because you read about them and they're supposed to be like phenomenal. And the ones we had, none of us liked. Like Travis didn't even want to finish them. Right. And Travis is like, and I eat any street food king. He's the dumpling. King. <laughs> yeah, the food was was <laughs> less than stellar. In Shanghai, we didn't find anything good. And well, you did find something good while I was moping back in the uh, Marriott upper. Yeah, but that was after you had the DVT scare. Oh, well, Whoa! Now, <laughs> you just blew it, it out. But we have to get to these stories. Let's Here we go. Yeah, Let's yeah. get this happening. Yeah, this Sorry, long. this is yeah, not yeah, everybody yeah. knows what that is because I don't even think I knew what I don't, that. I, you guys for. lost me now. I don't know. Yeah, what yeah. see, so here good. we go. That's good. So here's the deal. We happen to know about this condition DVT, and I won't say why. Just for the for the honor of someone who may be listening. Okay, so go. But on. anyway, a, a DVT is. Uh, <laughs> A DVT is a deep vein thrombosis. It's a blood clot that can form in your leg. Sometimes, if you fly, it is associated This is with one of the things you read online. High altitude. <laughs> no, this is something that I knew about from a friend. It's like from like an anecdotal... Right. He knew about DVT because it affected someone that we knew about. Yeah. Okay. And so we had actually joked about it before we got on the plane, and I honestly was not thinking anything of it. But we get back to... We get back to the Doc Boond um, <laughs> hostel. hostel, 
and we go upstairs, and this is after we'd eaten this these horrible dumplings, and I'm starting to think, I think I'm th- starting to think, am I going to find food ever that I like here in the <laughs> two weeks that we're here? And um, or was it three weeks? It was three three weeks. weeks. And you start like you look at your leg and you see this bruise. There's a bruise. There's a bruise on your leg. And I start literally freaking out. Freaking out. So I'm. I start saying like I start asking them to feel the bruise because if <laughs> if you have a DVT, this is getting creepy. If you have a DVT, feel my leg. Feel my leg. If you have a DVT, you have to push <laughs> tightly into. <laughs> The, oh my God. the brew, the area, <laughs> and feel if there is like a lump of some kind. Oh, like right? a blood clot. So you're just freaking out and you're like, listen, will you guys take me to the hospital? I think that I have deep vein thrombosis and like I need to go and what's going to happen I think we're glossing here? over a few little parts. Is A, there was like no bruise on his leg. There was it a was, slight well, it was discoloration. A slight discoloration. Slight discoloration. It was like there was a bruise. If you poke your skin... And you see what color it turns. That was about the color no, of that kid's no, leg. No, no, So anyway, he also, it, it wasn't bad at first. He said, guys, keep it. Let's see, you know, do, maybe I have deep vein thrombosis. I'm like, no, no, no. And it didn't seem like a big deal at first. Seriously. And, it, and, it, and at first it wasn't. I was like, ha, ha. Yeah, but like, why, well, why would I think root. that type thing? And then mm-hmm. he started thinking. He's like, no, 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 guys, do you think I have it? So he gets online and he starts looking at the symptoms of DVT. Cardinal sin. Yeah, stop Cardinal going sin. online. So he gets online, he's looking at the symptoms, and he's looking at uh, <laughs> for who is most affected by DVT. Not and it's myself. like people who are overweight, not napkins. People who are pregnant, obviously not napkins. Elderly people, all these things, every single thing where they're like, this is a person who's susceptible to DVT, or the exact opposite of him, and he won't listen to And the it. other thing is, is that I'm extremely hyperactive. So I am like literally constantly moving my legs. I'm bouncing my legs. I'm getting up and walking around. That's the only other thing that would cause someone young to possibly have one on a long flight if you right. didn't move at all. You're right. stretching. And, and so, stretching. so <laughs> Napkins is just freaking out. And we're like, dude, you don't have DVT. And he's he's going through. He's having us read him the symptoms and who's who's like susceptible to it. Literally over and over. This is when we like, this is an issue. Because like, read the symptoms again. And I'm like, no, we and just And Travis read would read the symptoms. And then I would say... And it would not apply to me whatsoever. And I would say, oh, gosh, I have it. Yeah. And we're like, what is going on? So then he's, he's getting, he's watching someone convince themselves of something. I've never seen this happen, really. He's just convincing himself he has DVT over about a 30-minute period. Because at first, we're like, no big deal. And then it becomes like he's literally convincing himself. And we're like, is this, is this and you a can't, joke? And as the outside friend, you can't stop it, but you want to. Right. And you're like, oh, is he, is he playing around with us? And then we're like, no, he's not playing around with us. And then he calls his uh, sister-in-law, who is a physical therapist, <laughs> to have her read now, wait, his I, I, I have a quick, I, As the outsider who wasn't there, I have a quick question to Heather and Travis. Was there any point when you guys kind of snuck to the side and kind of had a good laugh about this? You know, or was it just kind of? They weren't trying to. Laugh of course, they love you, but they also knew nothing was really wrong. With <laughs> I know, you, I'm so. we, were sharing, <laughs> we were sharing the, a room, you know, so it was like a family room and we were all in the same room together. But Dave is so caught up in freaking out like Travis and I, you know, we would have these glances and like maybe an yeah, eye well, because roll. Because sometimes like, you think like, not like, not like laugh at you, but you kind of think like what, this is yeah. going to pass. Like yeah. this, I don't know what's going on, but he'll get over it. Like kind of yeah. like you, you don't know what to do, so you want to lighten the mood, thinking maybe yeah. it will. We, we tried that a few times. Like like it, we thought it would lighten, and it didn't. And long story short, then um, he keeps he calls his sister in law, paying like exorbitant amounts of money to call her <laughs> from a cell phone. No, in, I know it China. was free because I had the. Oh, you're Skyping or something plan. like that. Regardless, uh, she was like, <laughs> I, I don't think you have it, this and that. But Napkins are still upset. And he then um, said, 
He's like, will you guys take me to the hospital? And that's when Heather well, and I... Well, she basically told me that there was nothing that I, that I should really worry about. And then I was like, okay, she told me that it was fine. Will you take me to the hospital? <laughs> and Heather and I were literally, at that point, we were like, no. Yeah, because we were no. like, we know you don't have it. So the only Which thing was we very say good. Is, that was no. the right thing to and do. And he was like, well, what do, what, do you, what do you expect to happen? And, and Heather and I was like, you're fine. You're going to go to sleep. And this well, I didn't want to go to the Shanghai hospital anyway. Of course, you didn't want to go, but you wanted us to take you. You wanted finally, a, some reassurance. <laughs> yeah, I wanted some doctor to tell me that I didn't have DVT. And so finally, we told him no. And we said, listen, if you really think you have it, you can find the Shanghai hospital yourself. It was like a tough love because we're like, this is not going anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, so Trav finally, really threw it down. a sticky situation. Trav threw yeah. it down, and I was surprised. And yeah. so finally, uh, you know, we go to bed. He doesn't have napkins, is okay. He doesn't have TVT. Spoiler <laughs> alert, guys. Um, and so that was the first. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time we were like, whoa, okay. But we thought, all right, one-off thing, whatever. We'd just flown like 20-some hours. You know, it was right. whatever. Jet lag, Jet lag, whatever. all this stuff. If you want to continue the story a little bit, I mean, well, in Shanghai, you, know, you weren't feeling very pretty comfortable. Pretty much from that, yeah, from sh- during Shanghai, I felt like I had been through, because I had panicked myself to such a degree and like really just thought, like gone back and forth about whether or not I should get like medical attention and all that. I was pretty worn out for the rest of that. It's like an trip. emotional roller coaster. Yeah, and I and I was pretty convinced I didn't have it after the the second day, but I was still worried, and it nagged me for the rest of the trip in the back of my mind. I knew I didn't have it, but I wasn't convinced enough to be relaxed for most of the rest of the trip. It was preying on your yeah. mind, right? And we were in a, a really difficult country to kind of feel comfortable in and, mm-hmm. and you were going through an emotional roller coaster there would be d- I, I remember you saying to me like we'd have days that were good and then there mm-hmm. were days where you're like I'm just really homesick I'm really sad this and that and I remember one time you just said to me you're like I'm like oh we just had an awesome day we went down the Lee River we, we hung out with cool people <laughs> yeah like Travis and I like this is the best travel day we've ever had it was so good yeah and, and, and Dave's you, like ah. well you were like oh it was a great day but really it's just hour by hour with me. And it was so like dramatic that we were like, it's hour by hour. Like, and we were sitting at that point, we were sitting in a really, really nice, the nicest accommodation. Was that after the biking day? No, that was after we went down the Lee River and we were sitting okay, at yeah, an that awesome wasn't accommodation a called the much. Giggling Tree. Although I did. Is that girl listening? <laughs> Have I scared her away? There, there, was there is an awesome. I mean, no, she was a Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. A, and I thought for sure this would really hit you up cute on a, girl. She this was really so cute, cute girl, and she was like awesome. It, and then I thought she was going to hit you up on EPOP for sure to get in touch with me. But listen, if you're listening, it's that guy. <laughs> it's oh, that, this is like one of those Craigslist misconnection yeah. things. Well, Wait, so you guys had a little thing in the meantime. Well, we like, hung out like a lot on the Lee River. We went on some paddle boats together and watched some cormorants that. You know, it was awesome. She was like a relief from your she DBT. Was <laughs> it, it was the best that I had seen napkins on this trip. Like, feel the most comfortable and the, and the happiest and all that. So kind we of were stuff. like, "Phew, he's we feeling like, better." Well, I but, was, but then, but then we have another. <laughs> it's, what a, it's what a girl can do. Yes, but then we have another meltdown. And so throughout the whole time, safe to say, you're on a roller coaster. Some days where you're really happy. Some days you're like, I don't feel like. Okay. But to, to be fair to you, when you when you didn't want to do stuff, and um, we try to pressure you into it, not really pressure, but you didn't want to do it and you're like i'm not gonna go on well, I, I definitely pressure dave into not missing out yeah and yeah, we do things do. like but we're gonna do the highest cable car in the world and, and you were like travis likes to make sure that everyone around him and heather is having the best time possible so i didn't take it personally at all i just knew that if i wasn't gonna do it i had to stand my ground yeah and so to no. be fair there were days where you literally said 
I'm just going to sit in this room. I don't want to go out today. I'm just going to sit in the room. I'm going to read. I just want to yeah. relax. And that was pretty cool that, that you said it. And obviously then we respected you after. We're like, yeah. all right, he's serious. And you know what? That's something that I can just say we've learned from you. Because there will be times when we're traveling and it's like a, a bad day for us or whatever happens. And we're just like, man, I need to just chill mm-hmm. out. And we're like napkins did that and he knew his own body and he listened to it and now we kind of like take a page out of your book and do that same thing when we're traveling now because of you and on that trip i couldn't see that because i was like dude he's totally missing out on everything gray and right now even if i hadn't been panicking i would have done that to some degree. no i know you would have yeah and and we have talked about that on the podcast and we talked about how our travel style has changed and and uh one of the big pieces of advice we say is like don't feel like you have to get everything in. That's mm. one of the biggest travel mistakes that people make. You know, take time for yourself. If you're feeling like you need a day or half a day to sit and read or just relax, like, mm. you know, just do it because the rest of your trip is going to be better because you need to get back and center yourself. And again, Heather and I would just go, 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 go all the time. And after that trip, we actually said, this is something we take from napkins. And, and we've since passed it on to you guys on the podcast. So I, I your, do think- Your meltdown was not all for naught. Well, no. this is, we're not at the- major meltdown yet oh what let's, let's move on <laughs> no, yeah let's there was an even crazier meltdown let's get to this this is a, a, a great meltdown this is a fantastic meltdown in hindsight it's building it was, up to the big it was one. pretty scary while it was happening that it was oh, well let's let's go into the <laughs> story God, I and, just and got was, a little lost. Now, heather was just pissed. <laughs> heather was mad yeah i was not well but no. well, i understand because i was giving you some i was you know let's tell them the story so they can so, decide for themselves so anyway we had some great days in young Shao or young show and um i had a lot of fun and i was actually in pretty good shape when we were leaving uh we went back to guaylin and we were going to fly out of guaylin and go to kunming the city of eternal spring <laughs> And you were actually feeling poorly. Yeah, well, I was actually, I wasn't feeling that great. And then, I, but I remember in the airport in Guilin, before we flew out to Kunming, me and Napkins, when we get together, we can get a little hyperactive and crazy. And we were actually outside of the one bathroom, <laughs> dancing around yes. and just like rapping. We and were like having being a good time. Crazy. Like, I don't know why, but we were just yeah, really like, it was excitable. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I bet you loved Maybe it. Maybe not awesome for other, but we were really hyper. And that's what made what happened next so shocking because we were super, super hyper. And then we go up to the gate where we're going to board, and we have about 45 minutes before we have to board is the it, Is it the boarding process, maybe, that gets you? I, I love... <laughs> Just well, bag separation anxiety here's creeping in. I love flying. <laughs> no, That's I what's know. weird. I know. I'm That's what's busted. weird. So, <laughs> uh, so we, we boarded the plane. Well, before we boarded, you came out of the bathroom like, I'm not feeling that well. Oh, I just really? threw up in there. Oh, and I was I? like, you just yeah. threw up? Like, we were just really... like literally 10 minutes ago dancing around i'm like you feel sick he's you're like i don't really feel sick oh, yeah, i, I just remember. feel like I, I don't know i feel a little anxious i feel a little nervous and i'm like oh okay. it's a side effect of the dvt yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we get on the plane yeah and, you'd and, be real helpful and you were real helpful <laughs> you, were, you were just saying that you didn't feel that great and, but it was no big deal you're like i just threw up it's just a little bit i'm not feeling that great <laughs> just a so, little bit so we get on the bit. plane just and math a little bit to be fair, we get on the plane, and this plane is crazy. This is the craziest plane we've ever been on in our life. The Chinese, the Chinese people have, from our limited experience, a different way to fly. of flying. Yes, so, absolutely. And so, it, 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 it involves getting up and wandering about the plane, racing running through up the and aisle. down the aisles, yeah. yelling at the stewardesses, refusing to do what they ask. Yeah, and, and so... And, this was a domestic I mean, I'm, I'm flight. Not try, I'm, I'm trying to... I mean, this is what we experienced, this both 
in, in all the flights that we flew, flew. Yeah. on domestic domestic flights in China, I think it's just a it's a generalization. It's and very I apologize. active. On domestic active. flights in China, I think it's a little different too because I think we were going out to Kunming, which is kind of like the last really civilized place before you get into Tibet in that area. So I think a lot of people going out, you know, obviously they don't fly a lot. I, you know, I just think it was mayhem in the plane. Kids running up and down the aisle. Like, it was yeah, loud. people yelling at the stewardess. Loud, so loud. I mean, it was the wildest plane we've ever been on. But we get on the plane. With apologies to all those from China. Yeah, it's, that was our generalized experience. Well, this was a really, really rough, rough flight, and um, I don't know if that's a route that's usually rough or what, but it was just a, it was a really wild plane, and we get on, and Napkins sits down, and uh, it's it's Napkins on the aisle, and then Heather in the middle, and me at you the by window. The window. So Heather was right next to Napkins. So have, you in, can, in between these two charming why don't gents. You, why don't you tell kind of what happened in the Napkins? You kind of tell us why it was happening. I don't know why it was happening. Well, okay. okay well. So Napkins starts just like generally he's anxious and he's freaking out. And he's like, my hands are stiff. I can't move my hands. I'm like, <laughs> my neck. Oh, my gosh. I can't move. And he's like, he's very tense. You he's, guys were dancing like 30 minutes yes, before 30 this. minutes yes. before this. You know, and he's like tensing up and his whole body is like rocking back and forth. That was and, a little bit later, though. And, and he's just, he's really freaking out about this flight. And I was like, like Mary Catherine Gallagher. And, yeah, he kind of was. And I was like, Dave, just try to relax. It's going to be fine. It's a short flight. You know, like we're good. Just like take some deep breaths. And, and he just, he was not having any and of it. she was telling me, she was like, Dave, you're hyperventing a little. Well, no, that was even later. That like, was later. You kept going at, on this same vein. And, well, I, and you then know, I tried to like, I tried to, I remember that I tried to put my body back in the seat and just kind of relax. And, 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 you know, if you're stressed out, you know, no matter what, you just relax and, you know, mm-hmm. the time yeah. is going to pass, especially a flight that's, you know, yeah. inter, you know, it was like an hour. Have you ever experienced something like that before? No, no, it was a panic attack. Yeah, it was like a full blown panic attack and he's experiencing Never experienced it. it before. That's, and, uh, that's scary being on a plane. It's scary it. for it was, him. It was crowded and, and, there, and there was a lot of, like we said, there was a lot of, yeah. there was a lot of body activity yeah. and yeah. activity. And to be fair, also, um, it was, it was really interesting. Like we were the, there was three of us who were Caucasian. There was one other couple, like, kind of in the front of the plane. Everyone else was Chinese. And I think, you know, obviously people who lived in China. So what was really difficult was the stewardess kept coming up to us and trying to ask us if he was okay. Because right. he was, like, rocking back and forth and freaking out and really tense. <laughs> and Judge Wapner, so, so five at, minutes. At a point, he was literally just rocking back and forth. And they're like, is he going to be okay? Is he going to be okay? And we're trying to explain to him, like, yes, yes, like, it's okay, leave him alone. But you could see in their eyes, they're like, what is happening? Like, we don't know what's happening. Uh, we don't know who this person is. Like, we can't even speak in our first language to him. Right. You know, and so it was a very tough situation because then Heather would say it was next to him. It was like, Davey, I'm in a panic attack. You need to settle down. Breathe in this bag. And he's like, I'm not having a panic attack. I'm well, not having a panic said, attack. She said, I'm you're not hyperventilating. hyperventilating. And I said, I know what hyperventilating is. I'm not hyperventilating. He's like, I am sick. I have like a stomach virus. <laughs> and, and so it was, it was really bad because for an hour and a half, so about 45 minutes in, yeah, Dave was still uh, had this panic attack, but then then you relax and you actually I don't know if you, you fell, fell asleep, asleep. Yeah, but you were sure. like thank you, God you stopped moving and we were yes. both like okay <laughs> his hands are unclenched his eyes are closed we think he's asleep so we're like all right dodge that bullet hopefully we'll be okay then when we land oh you poor um, guys you, we we get off the plane oh. and you were just like. My back hurt so bad because you would you had been tensing your whole body. It was like a seismic, you know. It was like you'd had a seizure. It was. It was. It was so odd. And 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 when I realized that it was, 
I, I literally couldn't feel my hands. So because yeah. that that happens because the oxygen isn't getting to your the, your extremities because you are I was hyperventilating obviously. Yeah. yeah. And um, they thanks, they, Doctor Heather. Poor, they poor like, Dave. They, poor Dave. They, and so I don't know if anybody out there has had a, had a panic attack before, but it, mine was extreme enough. And I don't know how extreme extreme it has to be for this to happen. But I had lost such such feeling in my hands that they were shriveling up and like raptor styling, yes, yes. like T Rex styling, yes. in my on my chest. It was weirdness. <laughs> it, it was, weird. and so we get off the plane, and we we literally walk off the plane. We, that must we, have been a relief to get off the plane. Oh, well, it was it such was. a relief. Well, listen that. to how relief it was. <laughs> it didn't like it took a lot. It wasn't like some crazy stuff happened in Kunming. And the, the yeah, here here was how big of a relief it was. Dave gets off the plane. And not even walking up the little gangway to the gate. The ramp. He just not even walking up the We're ramp. Not on a pirate ship. It's a ramp. Am I All right. right? He, not the even, gangway. Not even walking up the ramp. He walk, He, he lays down. He lays down, and he goes, "I just have to lay down right now. My back hurts so bad." So he flops down on, on the, the ramp. On the ramp. <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. Yes. And the stewardess are like, "Come out!" And they're like, w- w- "What's going on?" We're like. <laughs> Uh, he's all right. He's all right. Mind you, she, you know, we were very recognizable, so they had seen you like freaking out 45 yeah. minutes ago. I'm like, he's okay. He's okay. And they're like, uh, and she doesn't say but anything. We have, they and have she to just, move the ramp, you know? She doesn't say anything. She walks away, and we're like, okay. And then three minutes we'll later, she comes back with it. Like, she's walking down with like two police officers. And I'm like, Dave, you got to get up. Like, <laughs> these guys are going to like question us. So, like, we got him up and just like walked by them, like acting as oh, if I, didn't I was going to say, happened. I thought we were getting to travel tip number two. If you just need to lay down yeah. <laughs> well, anywhere, you can lay down right in the plane. Out of the airport. Well, yeah, okay. then we go yeah, to wait go to the. Wait till you're at the Kunming train station. Well, and, exactly. And this, this also <laughs> Nothing happened. bad ever happens there. <laughs> this also happened, though, before we got out of the airport three more times because we go to go to the bathroom and Dave lays down on the ground again. And every well, time you guys must stopped, have been worried, like, you know, you're we dealing were a little with worried. We were worried, and Travis gets altitude sickness. So when you land in Kunming, you're at like six thousand feet from coming up from sea level. So Travis isn't feeling well. I just feel Dave's a having like a panic attack, and he's just lying on the floor. I was and, so and worn out from whatever had happened to me on right. the plane. Dave is not the type of person that just lies down on random disgusting floors. That's not. Who and meanwhile, he you're is. going further I and do further lie away. Down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting like further and further away from. Me. Getting Civil anywhere near yeah. being home, yes. right? Oh, which right. is like where you want to be right now. Right. Probably. So right. to to finish off this story, so we lay down a few times in the airport. We have to keep getting them up. We're like, dude, we got to go. There's one point you're like, I just I can't walk anymore. I'm like, dude, we got to get out of this airport. Well, we I do remember we had to catch a bus. I do remember the- lying outside of the bus. First of all, the bus I got I got claustrophobic again on the bus. Well, and I don't and get claustrophobic. I've never gotten claustrophobic Do you remember before. what happened in the bus? We have to l- l- get onto this bus to go to the train station. Should we get on the bus out of the uh, airport? I remember clinging to the window yeah, and the, holding the curtain. The curtain yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, just like trying to get cool. You know, when you're feeling ill, you, you want to get cool. So just trying to like press up against the window and feel cooler. <laughs> yeah, well, so, and what had happened was you each had a ticket to a seat and Dave was laying across two seats yeah. and, and no one... And China. Would, there are a lot of people you yeah. know what i mean they're not giving up a seat for some sick american so no one right. would sit next to him even though it was their seat so finally the 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 bus driver had to come back and we had to like push dave up against the window so someone could sit down so then we, we get this bus uh, ride this bus ride was awful do you I remember was, this i remember this or is it like was it traumatic so it's all kind of like no 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 i mean blur. i was pretty cognizant of what was going on i just was extremely needy at the moment yeah. so i was like 
Yeah. So so we get on this bus ride. It's an awful bus ride. It's like an hour of stop and go, dropping all these people off. People are coming on. It was awful. And we finally get to the Kuming train station, but the train station is where we park in front of a hotel, and the train station is about uh, half a mile walk. You can can see see it right down the road. We get off the bus. This is the best part. We get off the bus and the bus driver's unloading bags and Dave just steps off the bus and he just turns around and flops back on his back <laughs> I in, remember the, this. in the big 100%. like it was like a green space. garden space oh, in front of the hotel little, and he just little flops down. Literally one meadow. step off the bus, flops down. Everyone's around us waiting for their bags and you just see these Chinese people looking at him like what is going on and then people start taking out their camera phones <laughs> laughing and taking pictures because they have no idea <laughs> what this that? guy is doing. He is late. He is flopped out in the middle of a hedgerow in front of a hotel. Yeah. And this is Kunming. We're not in Shanghai. We're not in Beijing. I mean, this is like getting kind of Man, far like, out there in yeah. like China. On one hand, just to be the outsider well, here who wasn't it's there. A, it's a white, it's like a blonde hair, you know, it's like a, um, you stick out. I you're blonde haired and, and you're I'm white. Flopping on the floor. <laughs> I mean, like, it, I, and I, I, I remember begging you to get in a, a hotel. I was like, please like, get a hotel here. Please. It's get like a we're hotel. all we're all laughing, and I keep looking at Heather, and she's cracking up, and like napkins is laughing. Like on one hand, it's hysterical when you hear the story, but on the other hand, like I'm thinking from your perspective, yeah, now how awful it must oh, have been. How like terrible. that must have been like one of the worst. Times of your of life. life. Yeah, it was. Right? It was. And now so that we pretty... broadcast this live, I'll never get elected president. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of people with really fun... I think that goes for two of us. <laughs> a lot of people with really fun phone pictures in China. Yes. Of a white oh, hey, if you're listening that. to this and On you've got Weibao. one of those what pictures... Is what is the, what is the, the social network there? I don't is it know. Weibo? I don't Weibao? know. Yeah, because we couldn't get on Facebook or Twitter But napkins, you can we laugh there. about it now, kind oh, yeah. of. Am I laughing? I mean, you are. I mean, it's just crazy it's like two extremes you he's know? like you can laugh about it now but it's a wild story that's still crazy is it okay <laughs> but to be fair that was the last of the meltdowns really we then got out and got into lijiang and we stayed there like eight days we stayed there a while in this and in i this loved nice it place. i mean come on lijiang is gorgeous it's like 70 degree weather in the winter yeah, yeah. and so that really helped it was beautiful. And, and we stayed oh. in a place for and like, it was spring too it was the beginning of the uh the blossoms and it was awesome yeah and we stayed in a place for a while so that really really helped and then we went to beijing and we stayed with some friends and that really helped as well so i mean you it was like the first half of the trip was night and day from the second half where you were like actually under control and enjoying it and and having a good time because the first half of the trip you were just i mean you said it yourself it was like hour by hour and that's what it was like for us because we're like oh i hope he's okay and then you'd be good and then all of a sudden you were like stressed out again and yep Obviously, we're veteran travelers, and so we we felt bad for you, but we couldn't really relate because we're like, this seems kind of like an easy trip to us on the surface. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, I appreciate you sharing it. What have you taken away, Napkins, of the meltdowns? Like, like if you were, I mean, A, maybe not go back to China right away, but if well, you were, if you're going to go on a trip now, like, do you think you'd have that anxiety or do you think there's something you would do differently? Or do you even want to go on a trip like that anymore? Oh, no, I do. I do. I think it was a complete. Who wants to go with him, Ray? You guys want to come? <laughs> Listen, I would travel with How you about again. Me? Anytime. Anytime. Um, so, uh, we were. Uh, Napkins, by the way, is here to promote his new guided tour service. <laughs> yes. <That's laughs> He's taking right. a small group down to South America. <laughs> but you have to be medicated. You have to be, slight, you know, psychologically medicated. Um, so, what did, yeah, what did you take away, or, or what, you know, what do you think you do differently on the next trip? Medicate. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or, or is no. it just being an awareness? It, like, was, like it was that I, it was the way that I planned mel- mentally for the trip was a huge part of why I, I tried to, I looked at you guys and thought you guys don't prepare at all. I should probably prepare, you know, <laughs> like, and I, and I thought, well, they're going to be fine, but why should I be fine? I should prepare. I don't know why I thought that. But I really thought that I should make sure I get my I get my shots, I get my ducks in a row. And what he's saying is he didn't trust you guys at all. No, I did. I trusted. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> you should not the, trust. The smartest us. thing napkins did for the whole trip. Was not trust. <laughs> Let me translate. You guys. No. <laughs> yeah, but listen, we all survived. Travis and Heather guided me through China. We were all across <laughs> the country, and um, yeah. we we returned. In, better, one in, one piece, in one piece and better people. Better for it. Yeah. I well, would definitely go back to China. I would. That's, wow. Well, that, that's, it's not that that surprises me. I do think, I think being aware of I don't know of that what, I will, right. but, I, but I would and I'd be happy to uh, because I know, like when I look back on China, I don't remember this stuff actually. Which is I until mean, we dredge it up from yeah, the depths good. of yeah. so, so sorry. You know how that yeah. is. Well, and this is something there you learn. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. moments from every trip. I feel like so many travelers go on a trip and they're like, "Oh, every part is going to be the most amazing thing we've ever experienced." But that's really not real life. I mean, right. there's ups and downs to every trip. Travis and I experience it. Dave, you learn the most Nap- from the downs. You know I mean. what I mean? It happens, and I feel like you know after the trip, you remember the good stuff right yeah and i think going in and there were some really great moments and i'm sorry that if if i did bring down some of what could have been better moments for you i do apologize no way now we know how to deal it honestly it does help us because now we know how to deal with with something if that if that does happen because so so often it's me and Heather and we are going to be sharing our meltdowns on the Zero to Travel podcast. Trust so, me, it happens. Yeah, you're going to want to listen to oh, that. Oh man, and and you know I am good at digging up the dirt when it comes to <laughs> Travis and Heather. Get up, you might uh, listen to an old Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast where I interview them on uh, couples traveling, I think Yeah, we will yeah. link all that in the show I notes. love to... Uh, what am I doing right here, you guys? Moving the stirring arm in circles? Yeah, stirring, stirring the, the pot. pot. We'll be so, stirring yeah. the pot. I, I do want to say, though, before <laughs> right as we wrap this up, thank you, Napkins and Jason, for sharing. Because, you know, I think the point of this was that a to entertain because it is entertaining and we're all sitting around and we're all having fun of us yeah to make fun of you guys we're all having a really good time and and things like that but to also say as heather mentioned not everything's gonna be perfect and we try to say that we probably say that almost every podcast but here are examples of when it isn't perfect and that it's okay if you do have these moments where you're like freaking out and you're melting down because that happens to every single person, and if people tell you that it doesn't happen to them, then they're then they're lying. Because right. every one of us in this room has had it happen to them multiple times. Sometimes on the same trip, like napkins are saying. <laughs> sometimes over a hundred different years of traveling. Like uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, you know, you share nah, nah, one nah. one story, but there are many stories and ups and downs. I think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, you guys can get the show notes and everything you mentioned here is going to be at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. You can get all our other episodes as well, and we will be on the zero to travel podcast the day this comes out we're releasing at the same time heather and i are going to be telling our travel meltdowns so now these to guys be determined yeah now napkins and jason get to flip the script on us and we're going to be telling our travel <laughs> meltdowns so that'll be really fun up, 
You better make up some panic attacks just to make me feel, you know, okay. Over <laughs> we we have. Oh, he's plenty. not gonna have to make it up. I, I trust me. I had a napkins level meltdown, so you guys will want to hear. Wow, about that. that's saying a lot. It is saying a lot. So thank you guys for tuning in. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for today's podcast, Tortuga. Remember, you guys can go to tortugabackpacks.com. Use the promo code EPOP, EPOP, all capital letters. I'll get you ten percent off your whole order. Also, if you want to join the email newsletter, Napkins, I don't know if you know this. The other two you guys know it because Jason, Texting. you helped me uh, set it up. Yeah. Texting, I know about Yeah, this. there you go. This we got great. the new technology. If you want to hop on our email newsletter list, get four free videos on how we always get the cheapest flights. You know, I, I dive into that. You can text Peanuts. Who wants to spell it today? Go ahead, Come Napkins. P E A N U T S. Yes. Text Peanuts it. to 33444. And lastly, if you guys are interested in kind of diving into location independence, traveling more, learning how to travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. I have an awesome business partner that I have started a community with. It's the boy on the other side of the microphone. Can I don't you know why I call you the love? boy. The J- Can you feel the The love? man on the other side of the microphone, eternal, Jason Moore. He is eternal spring. <laughs> from Zero to Travel, uh, the website that we run our community at, if you guys are interested in that, just check it out. Lots of goodies for you when you join the email newsletter list so that you can tell whether it's going to be a good fit for you or not before you join. So get on the email newsletter list. Get all our free goodies. It's Location, location Indie. Indie. Location Indie. We're having a blast with that community. I-N-D-I-E. So location, I-N-D-I-E.com. Check it out. Thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the first ever four-person, one-room, four mics, Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. If you liked it, let us know on Twitter, at Pack of Peanuts. You can leave comments on the show notes. Be and kind. Also, be kind. Be kind, but let us know your biggest travel meltdowns because, come on, man, you guys all have it if you've traveled. We've revealed some cool stuff, so let us know in the comments, or you can tweet us. Heather, why don't you send us off? Until next time, happy Happy free free travels. travels!